happens. Uh. These niggas so scary, won't let them bury me. That's why I keep my 30, I shoot like Curry. And boy, I'm getting money, I'm getting money. Uh-huh. Alright, welcome to Don V Fridays. After Virginia Tech proceeded to get their ass whooped by North Carolina. Absolutely um, smoked. Hey, yeah, it's crazy because I saw it on the timeline. Like, hey, where was that rain at? Like, ain't it supposed to be raining? <laughs> oh, it was raining. I ain't got that. <laughs> it was raining touchdowns out there, motherfucker. <laughs> Drake May was making it rain out there. Yeah, man. You want to talk about some motherfuckers in need of a hurricane on Saturday? Virginia Tech defense needed that 12th man. They didn't get it, but Drift, how you living, Chief? I'm doing good, man. Been a, it's been a pretty slow week. Feels like it's been a long time since Virginia Tech played. That game was so boring and hard to watch. That was like one of the most – that was probably the biggest just regular blowout we've seen Virginia Tech have in some time. Because the game's over before halftime. So, um, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I just booked my I, – I booked my, uh, my trip down to Virginia Tech. So, I'm officially – you're making the pilgrimage. I'm making the pilgrimage. I'm driving down. Um, driving down. Driving down. Driving down. It's going to be a journey. No, it'll be fun. I'm going to leave Thursday, next Thursday night. I'm going to go down to like, people are going to hate me for it. I'm going to West Virginia. I'm going to, I'm going to stay in West Virginia Thursday night. I'm going to say, you got to stay or at least go through West Virginia. Yeah, I got to go through it. So I'm going to stay there. And then Friday, I'm going to go to Blacksburg. And then stay the night in Blacksburg and go to the game Saturday, stay Saturday night, and then leave. Yeah, hey, who you who you staying with? I'm just at a hotel in Roanoke. Oh, Actually, Salem. 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 You mean it you mean to tell me you are on the biggest platform in Virginia Tech, at least on Virginia Tech Twitter. We got uh, all hey, man. I, I, faithful, I don't know. loyal supporters, listeners. We don't call them fans, but families. Family members, legends, supporters, and you didn't out. People will open up their homes for you. I guess I, I don't know. Nobody, nobody opened. I I talked about it. Nobody opened up anything for me. I think they might do that for you. I think you might be. No, uh, you know what's about to happen. <laughs> now that we we're talking about it, people gonna hit your DMs, bro. You could have stayed with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hey, hey, bro. I hope so because I can still cancel the hotel up until yeah. the day before. <laughs> anybody, anybody in the you don't even gotta be in the New River Valley. Anybody in the 540, I think that's they shit. Man, hit up Drift, man. Let that man save some money. He gotta stay in Salem of all fucking places. Let yeah. that man out of all years. Uh this year is my experience seeing Virginia Tech. Man, usually the 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 Miami Virginia Tech games are supposed to be hype. You know what I mean? Like big time. They're supposed to be sweet matchups. Uh, not this year though. So it'll be <laughs> at least it's homecoming. I feel like that'll be fun and like people will get hammered regardless. You can but, go to Tots. You can go to Tots. Get you a real. It, it, it's still the thing about Blacksburg. It, it's still beautiful. Like you ever seen mountains and shit. Oh, I have, but it's been some time, man. Honestly, it's been a long time since I saw some real mountains. Yeah, the the mountains, the trees. 
it, it'll be like leaves changing season two. Leaves changing. You know? Like that part of the state is is very beautiful. Like if like to people that's never been that's listening, like it's very breathtaking sights if you never been to Blacksburg or anywhere around there, big ass mountains and valleys and peaks and crevices and shit. Real beautiful, real beautiful, especially this time of year. Um, before we get into us getting our ass bust by the Carolina Tar Heels, we got to show love to the people that pay the bills here. Our patrons, man, shout out to our patrons, our family members, our legends, bro, holding us down in these streets, wanting to see Don V Fridays win. Uh, we, we love and support our patrons. Starting with Frank P, the the, the numero uno, uh, Frank been holding us down since literally day one. Uh, Joe Rogers, who says fuck Ox. Um, shout out to Joe Rogers, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jake. I got him. Hey, shout out to Jake, legend. Shout out to Nathan, legend. Shout out to Angie, legend. How you doing? Shout out to Brendan Hill. Coach Brendan Hill. I gotta start putting some. I gotta put that coach in front of B Hill's name, man. Shout out to Coach Brendan Hill. Shout out to Susan. Shout out to uh Hokie Smash. Shout out to you, sir. Shout out to Elaine Legend. Shout out to Jerry, who says, for all your furniture needs, holla at Jerry at Pottery Barn in Virginia Beach. That's Pottery Barn in Virginia Beach. Get all your uh furniture needs shout out to cam Cobb. Shout, shout out to the bro cam Cobb legend amir shout out to amir shout out to dan dan and them doing some work man they had cheeto on the podcast they had yeah they've been they putting in there. that work man they're working they're their working work. their contacts they over there over there working shout they out are. to beth legend shout out to lonnie who's i met i met lonnie uh, at the spring game, pulled up at the tailgate. Lonnie's cool. Shout out to Lonnie, TP five member. Lonnie, shout out to Adam, legend. Shout out to Brian and Nola. Shout out to Nola, bro. Nola's Nola's gang. Shout out He's to been Brian here forever. Yeah. Shout out to Mitch, who I haven't seen Mitch around. I think I seen Mitch on the timeline a couple of times. Hey, Mitch, bro, we need your appearances, bro. Shout out to Avery. Shout out to Tom and Andrew Legends. Not that Andrew. Uh, shout out to Treadmill Horse, the, uh, the bro. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to Diddler Legend. Shout out to Luke. Shout out to Ty. Shout out to Greg Legend. Shout out to Brandon and Alex, both Legends. Shout out to Daniel Shout out to Nathan. Shout out to Two Quickski. Shout out to Josh Young. Shout out to Paul Shelton. Is, is Paul Shelton with fuck with Babcock guy? Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Shelton says fuck with Babcock. It's pretty simple. Um, and I don't. I think he's standing on that, especially after last week's game. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Nick. Both legends. Shout out to Marquise. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out to Valerie. 
Shout out to Jack who says, Breon Murray, you some ass, my boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's hey, man, like, like he sent that to me. After, no, I don't even think the game was over yet. <laughs> the game's still going on. He's like, man, I know what you're saying. The always, game was still going on. Jack <laughs> says, Breon Murray, you some ass, my boy. So um, we're going to get into Breon Murray and all of that in just a little bit. Shout out to Mary Andrew. Shout out to Kobe Wall and shout out to John. Shout out to all our patrons. And you too can become a patron. Uh, we'll post the links. Um, I think the link is in Drift's bio. I need to put the link in my own bio. You too can become a patron and you too can have whatever you want said on Don V Fridays. I'll say it. I'll whatever you need promoted, I'll promote it. Uh join the Patreon. Become gang. Uh to all you brokies, keep being brokies. But uh join the Patreon, man. Help a nigga out, bro. Floods and shit going on. Brother man had to miss work because of flooding. <laughs> It'd be like that. It'd be like that. I wasn't mad that I, I was mad that I had to miss work. I was mad because I knew I was gonna miss work and still went to work just to be told can't work because of flooding. Like that's the dumb shit. Um let's get into it, man. Um it's not much analysis we gotta do. Virginia Tech flat out got their ass kicked. Point blank, they scored flat out points. smoked. Yeah, flat out smoked. Um, Drake May threw for three hundred and sixty three yards. Uh, twenty six for thirty six. Yeah, it was a field day for them. They flat out kicked our ass, and and the thing that me and you specifically, I think, tried to caution Virginia Tech fans is. Just because somebody got a bad defense against other people don't mean that they're going to have a bad defense versus us. And the the temperature of that week was North Carolina has a historically bad defense. Like, if fam, you scored 28 points on them. The, the struggles we've had on offense, it ain't like we had a bunch of guys hurt and shit and you know, injured. No, like we are a team that's struggling. Everybody's pretty much healthy on offense. I believe we're last in the power five right now for offensive efficiency. Uh, last in the power five. You're talking about a Virginia Tech team that scored 28 points on Wofford, if I'm not mistaken. It's and yeah, and there was some conversation after that Wofford game uh, about. People were like, especially me, I was like, hey, guys, we should have blew them out. And people were like, oh, what do you expect? Like, at least we won the game. You know what I mean? Right, it's like, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's going to like you, you got to you gotta be able to blow out Wofford. Like, Wofford's terrible. They're one of the worst teams we've ever played. You have to blow them out. He's easily one of the worst. And we played some – we played pitch and catch versus Wofford. But, like, uh, of course we did. When you go into this North Carolina game, and we were saying expect rain, and it did rain. It did rain the whole game, but it wasn't the tsunami. It was like a hurricane game. Yes, it it was like the remnants of Hurricane Ian, but it wasn't a full-blown – it wasn't like the 2016 game or nothing like that. So, um, yeah, Drake made – 
flat out kicked our ass. Ain't no other way to put it. Um, the defensive backs play easily their worst game all season. Shamari yeah. Connor, I'm pretty sure that man, when he's done playing at Virginia Tech at the end of the season, seeing Carolina Blue is probably going to give him like PTSD for the for going going forward. Um, oh, for sure. That's been I'm his kryptonite. Sure. Yes. Just when you see his draft tape, when it's time for him to get drafted and he's a draft prospect, uh, there won't be no Carolina footage. <laughs> <laughs> either he getting mixed, either he getting mixed up or kicked out for targeting, or he getting sauced up. He been getting sauced up for years, man. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Mari Connor, bro. Like, bro, don't get mad at me, bro. It's just. I I just I'm I'm just going off the footage, man. The footage looks crazy, my boy. That's all I'm gonna say. The footage looks crazy, Breon Murray. The footage looks crazy, my boy. Uh, uh, um, Dax Holyfield, Dax Holyfield. Sorry, Dax Holyfield. The footage looks crazy, my boy. Um, I know Dax got the talking before the game, saying they don't like me and I don't like them. And UNC fans was like, bro, we don't even know you, which is kind of crazy. They follow recruiting. But um, you look bad. Defensively, that's Price side of the ball. That's his expertise. And yeah. he had no answers. None. It got crazy out there. Um, yeah. And it, it's it, like... it got to a point where it seemed like they were just throwing shit. Like, bro, let's. I saw Will Johnson in coverage. It was crazy. Will Johnson played a lot of snaps in coverage, to be honest. Um, It was ridiculous. And the thing is, is like our defensive line kind of got exposed against West Virginia. And we hadn't had a game yet where our secondary got exposed. And we kind of talked about that. Like, hey, the secondary hasn't Mm -hmm. had their exposing game yet. We still think they're really good. And then then this happened. Um, We got to see... Uh, Mansoor Delane play. I think that's how you say yes. his first name. Yes, and, and Cam Johnson. And Cam Johnson. Uh, Delane actually looks pretty good. He looks pretty big for his for his age. So yes, uh, I'd like to see him keep playing. Um, I don't know about <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, Dorian Strong did not play, which was probably good for his NFL prospects. Um, if Dorian Strong would have went out there in that ring in that forty four. Oh my God! <laughs> he would have gave up three hundred yards. He would have gave up three hundred yards his damn self. And it don't matter. He is covering Josh Downs, Antoine Green. No matter which receiver he would have drew, Drake May would have been on his ass too. Oh, um, yeah. I, I seen. I seen some people say, "Well, you know, Dorian Strong ain't playing," and that kind of changes things. I don't think it would have changed a motherfucking thing if you ask me. I yep. think he would have been getting his ass cooked and booked like everybody else. Regardless. Um, it was just one of them days. That tight end, uh, Morales, man, that tight end was whooping our asses. Um, the middle of the field for them was like a it – was, it was like the interstate. It was just wide open all day. And that's the college game. Uh, if If they control the middle of the field – you're going. You're going to lose uh, linebacker safeties uh, in 
interior D line. Like if you fucking up there, you're gonna lose. Uh, that's where the game is kind of played and won at at this era of college football. This is true. It uh, and on offense, I mean, we couldn't do absolutely anything either. Um, you know, de- defense got smoked. Offense was still horrific. Uh, against the, I mean, we talked the week before about how Kansas put up fifty one on West Virginia, 55. Uh, or fifty five on West Virginia. Um, and we still couldn't score against West Virginia. And then we turn around against this supposedly terrible defense. We can't score against them either. Uh, so what what has to change offensively? Play calling, uh, positionally. What do what do you think? I mean, I think it's I think it's literally everything has to change moving forward. Like going into next with, year, you got to get better players all around. With with me with me right, I'm and we've been doing Don V Fridays. I've been doing this since 2018. You've been on for a year and a half. I'm not a big play caller. Like even with corn. I even defended corn sometimes. I'm not a blame play calling guy a lot of the time. Yeah. Unless it's like egregiously bad play calling and decision making. It's it's a combination of things. Because I've seen people say replace uh, Grant Wills. Well, I've Grant seen Wills. people say fire Bowen too. Yeah, yeah fire Bowen. I, I'm not a play. I don't blame play calling. That, it's not my expertise. It's not my place. It's so much that goes into it. Now, I can look at a couple plays in a game, like a bad third down call, like what was that? A bad fourth down call, what was that? But overall, I'm seeing like teams be better than us talent-wise. We're losing games before they're played talent-wise. Right. So it goes back to Corn and Fuente, which I never really – talk shit about their X's and O's. Um, it was they couldn't manage people. I'm gonna give Tyler Bowen the same rope. Uh is it the X's and O's or what the or is it the Jimmy's and Joe's right now? Stephanie play calling be, damn yeah. show looked good when he was at Penn State when they went against Memphis. When he had the players. And sometimes when you can't do shit, certain shit like as far as blocking, protecting, or running the ball, your play calling it it it, it fucks your playbook up. Cause you be like, yeah, I want to call all my saucy shit, but we can't protect it, or we can't. We can't it, set it, it up. You know what we I mean? Can't set it up, or you know, like they're teeing off on us. Like Grant is running, escaping the pocket, and Grant was panicked on that interception. Grant threw, he panicked. Um, he had the left tackle in his lap, and he panicked and threw the ball. So, I, I still give Tyler Bowen like an incomplete. So, what needs to change? The what the original questions you asked is, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing to change. I mean, I, I can't blame Grant Wills for all this either. Um, the only thing I can say is keep playing young guys, keep playing Daquan Wright, keep playing Bryce Duke. Uh, fuck them red shirts. Like yeah, let them play. Play them. Play them. Keep playing. Let let Jalen Jones get more burn. Um, let just younger hey play more younger players. Yeah, just see who's gonna be like quality starters moving forward. And then I think the the other big thing for the staff is like, okay, you're a power you're a power five school. Can you recruit now in the portal or in high school 
to build an offense, yeah. you know, in the future. So, I mean, it's it like if 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 I'm Tyler Bowen and the rest of the offense staff, I'm excited because you you don't have an offense. You don't have a quarterback. So if you go in to a four star in high school or a transfer, you're like, hey, man, come be our fucking starter next year. Like, you can play right now. We don't have we any play into we got playing time to see you. Yeah, I mean, um, sound playing time is huge. all 11 positions on offense. Exactly. exactly. And most positions on defense going forward. So, we I got mean, playing you got, time for sale. Hey, man, you got to be able to sell that. You got to be able to sell that. And you got to be able to bring in the players that can come in and fill that gap and play well. So, I can't – I'm not going to say anything about the staff or about the players right now, but, like, moving forward, going into next year, the year after that, I mean, like, the rope's going to get thinner if we don't see – improvement you know over time yeah, so especially in the trenches right that, that's especially where it's been especially disappointing but to be fair there is a lot of offensive line talent in our next class uh so we'll yeah. see we'll see yes they, like everybody got the proper time every new we're not firing nobody we can't fire nobody if we wanted to Grant Wells, I got to keep stressing this, Grant Wells is not the issue. He's part of it. He's not the solution. He's part of the problem. He he making some rash decisions out there, and he doesn't fit. I mean, we let's call let's call it all the way. Let's keep let's keep it all the way of being. Grant Wells does not fit what Tyler Bowen is doing. It's not a good fit. Grant Wells need to be in somebody's air raid. Give them two, three receivers that get open. Let them pitch the ball around uh, without conscience. He's going to turn the ball over. That's just what he do. But let him pitch the ball around. Um, him playing in more of a well, – I guess we're trying to be a smash mouth. Uh, I think Brent Price's vision for this team is eventually be a smash mouth physical offense. That's not Grant Wills. Uh, he needs to be pitching the ball around. I said it before the game, and I stand on that. Grant Wells should not have been playing this game. I think we should have went out there with Jason Brown, Devin Farrell, whoever, and we should have just tried to shrink the game, put Blumrick at quarterback, I don't give a fuck, and just run the ball all day, 11-on-11 football. It was going to be a nasty game. You need to slow keep Drake May and that offense off the field. Now, me and Drift, to our what we did know is the rain wasn't going to be as bad as it was and UNC ended up being able to throw because we thought it was going to be a nasty, sloppy, physical run game. Right. It wasn't. UNC was able to get their shit off. So it was just it was just a bad, bad, bad offensive day. Uh, like I said, Daquan Wright, he showed us something. He showed us something. Uh, for and it's, You need that from your young players. You do. Running Nick Gallo out there. Nick Gallo is a catch the ball and fall down type of player. He's not gonna get you shit at the catch. Right. Uh, so they go all right, my boy. Hey, keep doing what you're doing. We're uh it's a nice thing about this staff is they're uh they're gonna look for playmakers. So if they see stuff like that, like just like Price said, like he's kind of looking to play guys like that and keep them playing if they keep playing well. Uh and they're probably never gonna go away. So uh Hopefully we can see more of the same from Daquan Wright and Mansour Delane moving forward. Because I would yeah. be very happy to see Delane just straight up replace Breon Murray uh, as that that cornerback in the rotation. 
I think you and our patron Jack would both like to see that site. Um, I mean, Breon's one of the veteran players on the team, along with Amari uh, Amani Chapman and Jamari Connor. They've been here a while. They've been here. They played against UNC. They've lost against UNC. They've won against UNC. Um, I think they would all be happy no longer having to play UNC. If I'm not mistaken, last year, Jamari Connor did catch the game sealing interception versus UNC. So I think I said he wouldn't have no tape versus UNC. He does have that. Right. And and at that time, he targeted Sam Powell and stuff like that. So we got our ass kicked. Um, I, I'm, y'all pretty much knew that when you clicked on the goddamn podcast. I think y'all listen to every other Virginia Tech podcast. Lament how we got our ass kicked. Um. It was bad. It was a full-blown, uh, all three phases. You scored 10 points on a team that let App State run up and down the field on them. Either App State got better offenses – I mean, either App State got better athletes than us uh, or they got better coaching than us. And, um, I mean, y'all can choose which one it is. Um, I'm going to hope that it's honestly better athletes at this point and not better coaching. If it's better coaching, we're in for a world of problems. If it's better coaching, we are fucked. I will hope, fam, you got better athletes than us. Even though, you know, HBCUs, it's, uh, FCS ball, I will hope, even though, fam, you bought half a team down there, you will hope they just got better athletes and not better coaching. Shout out to Davon Morgan. He's coaching over there. Hell yeah. Shout out to the bro, Davon. Good dude. Good dude. Random Davon Morgan story. Um, he was at the Suns thing in the spring. Oh, you met just him there? Giving out, just giving out T-shirts at the end of the night. Just, bro, you want a T-shirt? Just giving out T-shirts. Cool as hell. I'm a black person, bro. I don't be thinking nothing free. I said, how much they cost? He said, did I say it had a price? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a black person, bro. We don't be thinking shit free. Hell yeah. Shout out to Davon Morgan, bro. Good dude. Um, what else going on in that Carolina game? Nothing. Just the state of the program. Virginia Tech is ass. Um, I get I get frustrated. I get frustrated with Hokie fans on Twitter because it's every time I tweet, it's we gotta be patient. No shit. Let me be mad about today, right now. Stop trying to push it in perspective. There, I think everybody's like just on the same page now. We kind of just need yeah. people to stop, just like tweeting the same shit over and over again. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, yeah, we get it. It's gonna take time. We've been we said that before the season. You motherfuckers said we we're gonna win nine games. Yes, we keep saying the same shit. Like we know it's gonna take time. I'm mad about this game right here. After this game, I'm gonna have my perspective. But right now, let me be mad. Like, like, I'm telling you, bro, only Virginia Tech fans will take a blowout on the chin and be like, bro, we can't be mad about this. Bro, yes, the fuck I can. And I will. And and I will. I ain't firing. Even if I'm, my thing is this, if I'm impatient, let's say I want to fire Brent Pry right now. What the fuck are you going to do about my feelings? Nothing. 
And they don't get they don't give a shit anyways. Who gives a fuck what you say on Twitter? It's not like anybody. I one of the things that annoys me more about anybody anything on Twitter is when people think my opinion actually carries weight. It fucking does. Nobody cares. Like it's Twitter. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a fuck if I say something crazy. I want if Fuente fire year three. <laughs> do you think do you think Wit came on there? Oh, Don V seven five seven wants fucking wants to fire. Yeah, for sure, man. I'll go fire him. I wanted Fuente five year <laughs> three, 2018. I want his ass up out of there. And everybody kept telling me, you got to be patient. You got to be patient. You gotta I don't why? For what? What the fuck I got to be patient for? I can't fire him. <laughs> I want him fired right now. Gone. No job. Yeah, Get him out. I fucking heard the Don V Fridays after them games. I was sick of that month. I think I got a, I think from episode, I think it was after the pit game. I think I did a podcast by myself. I think it was titled Fuente, Fuente Ain't It. I was done. Over with. And people kept saying, like, you know, it's a young team. I'm like, yeah, there's young teams. And then there's, like, when you watch a team get punked, it does something to your spirit. Like, bro, like, this team looks soft. Yeah. It don't look – you can lose games. Like, that Virginia Tech team on Saturday, the one that just played UNC – they looked lost. I can live with loss. I can live with that. They didn't know what the fuck they was doing. Even though they fifth and sixth year fucking seniors. They look lost. <laughs> they look like they didn't know what the fuck that was going on. They bought a knife to a gunfight. They bought a horse to a Ferrari race. I can live with that. I can live with it. The shit that Fuente was putting out there, they look soft and lost. Can't live with that. <laughs> you could be lost. Yeah. But you can't be soft and lost. <laughs> can't, can't do it. Cannot do it. And I could see, I could see the bitch coming out. I could see quit coming out. I didn't see grit coming out. I could, I, I couldn't do it. That was 2018 versus Pitt. I said he got to go. And I said, and this is when there were no post game spaces. Won't even no Twitter spaces. I used to live stream with my face. Put my face on camera at the end of every game. And I said, and I still believe this, the the team will take on the personality of his head coach. And you see the team get pushed around and look like bitches every week in 2018 and going forward. And you would just see a team that was looking to quit every week. I don't see that out of this team. I don't see that out of this Coach Pratt coach team. I, I don't see people looking for the first exit. I don't see a team. I just see a team of a bunch of motherfuckers that just ain't good. Okay. We, we knew that coming in. Yeah, those, so, exactly, exactly. It's not it's the like, end of the it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world, bro. Once once Pride gets some talent, then we I think we're gonna see the true character of the team. Cause I see a team with character. I do. I really do. And I'm a person that I'm on I'll share. This team, this this podcast is kind of fueled by Twitter. Like we we read Twitter. We're both active on Twitter, so like we know what the fan base is saying. And um, I read what the players are saying after the games, and I hate to keep comparing this shit to Fuente era, but like Fuente era, like players got on Twitter and went to war with the fans every Saturday, telling us yeah. to not believe our who you gonna believe me or your lying eyes. Like I seen you nigga, I see I see you niggas quit every week. And then get on Twitter and, and fight with fans. Y'all don't keep that same energy when we turn it around. You motherfuckers never did. 
Yep. Uh, or, or y'all don't even know what's going on, bro. I don't need to know what's going on in y'all meetings and practice to see you give up 50 points and can't tackle nobody. What the <laughs> fuck am I missing? <laughs> like, I hated that shit. Like, like players would get on Twitter after a loss, an embarrassing loss, and be like, with the peace emojis, like, y'all don't even know what's going on. Bro, I do know what's going on. You got your ass kicked. I watched the uh, game. How y'all thing. prepared to get your ass kicked, I don't know. But I'm looking at, I'm looking at the game. I'm looking at you, Mr. Tackle. What am I missing? <laughs> and then they want to fucking try to, like, shame you after the fact. Whoa, I played the whole season with no shoulder. You know, good good job on that. Well, you should have been playing. You was hurt. Yeah, exactly. That's on the staff, and that's why we were pissed. I played the whole season with no toes and, and no knees. So. Why the fuck were you playing? Why don't we have somebody else? Well, your opponent was fucked up, too. So everybody, everybody's hurt. Everybody's everybody hurt. fucked up. It's football. Everybody fucked up. So uh, it was it was it was just irritating. But I'm not. But that said, I'm not seeing a lot. I'm not seeing that sassy shit on Twitter after it lost. And I and we ain't got to see these motherfuckers lose three times. You know. Yeah, I, against uh, against some big time rivals too. I mean, not and not right. even rivals, but like I mean, like West Virginia, UNC, yeah, but also ODU. Yeah, you. We hate. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, and and we didn't see, you know, the team was chill. They were like, you know, we fucking lost. All right, like, yes. all yeah. right, they took it on the chin. They're fine. They're not arguing with fans. I'm not seeing people on the timeline. Y'all the, don't even know the, what's going on. Yeah, the the commits that are coming in aren't saying shit. They're not decommitting. Everybody's just chill. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Shit. Everybody knows. <laughs> shit, what's Lauren Johnson's son name? He told me chill out at the law. He told. I saw that Braylon. <laughs> yeah, Braylon Johnson. Like, let me, Braylon Johnson. If you listening. Come on the pod. Come tell your story. This ain't this ain't nothing, bro. But let me tell you something, bro. You new to this. I'm true to this. I've been watching these motherfuckers lose my whole life. You be patient. <laughs> Welcome to the life, bro. Because this is a lifetime of losing, bro. And and maybe you can help turn this shit around, brother. But don't tell me how to conduct myself. I ain't cussing nobody. I didn't threaten none of these coaches. I ain't I ain't call nobody out their name. Let me be mad at the loss, bro. I ain't got to be patient. Shit. No. You be patient. <laughs> you still chill after the loss. Like, honestly, I don't even like that mindset coming from because he's he's like the best player in the in the class. Yeah, you he's, to, he's you one of be the best mad. players in the class. You need to be madder than me. Like, what the fuck is no, we're gonna turn this. Like, I'm gonna be the change. That's the problem. It's a lot of motherfuckers too used to this shit, too used to losing. Yeah, I think it's uh I think he knows that too though. I mean, I think those guys do feel like they are going to be the change and they don't need to like say that for it to be yeah. valid, you know what I mean? But I I don't need him after I don't need him after the lost fan checking me like Nick. Woo! I don't need that in my spirit. I don't I don't need I need him coming. If you are going to come in my mentions after the loss, it's like just say like big bro, we got you. To be honest, yeah. to be to be fair to him, he wasn't around the Twitter atmosphere back when we used to burn that shit down. So he, yeah, I feel like he, he doesn't. He doesn't. I feel like he's he doesn't know the the etiquette, the history. Yeah, he might not know the etiquette, but yeah, it's just your daddy played that. About to get it together. <laughs> you tell you, your daddy shit. Your daddy know. 
Like, hey, he hit the whole. Maybe because maybe we ain't had no back and forth, or nothing negative like that. Maybe Lauren stepped. Up, hey, son, let him have it, bro. He, he, this motherfucker has seen a lot of losing in his life. <laughs> let him, let him have, let him have his. And that was after the West Virginia game, if I'm not mistaken. Not after this, he ain't. He, I don't even think he tried to convince motherfuckers this week. All right, okay. Yeah, these motherfuckers just used to this. But uh, to put a bow on the UNC game, quite frankly, we got our ass kicked. Uh, Drake May, Drake May is the truth. Um, to all Virginia Tech fans who was snarky, and, and I, shout out to all the Virginia Tech fans that like hold Miami and UNC and UVA to this high ass standard that you don't hold your own fucking team to. Uh, they don't develop their talent. Uh, they look fucking good, fucking developed to me. <laughs> You know who look undeveloped? The fucking nine-year seniors we got that been at Virginia Tech for 50 years and look the same as they did when they were freshmen. Yeah. Versus their 19-year-olds and 20-year-olds. They're not developing kids. Shit me. You ask the fucking 27-year-olds that we got versus the 19-year-olds they got who look more developed, who look like better athletes on the field on Saturday. That yeah, shit was there's crazy, man. Like every every like developmental school, like Virginia Tech and the Iowa's of the world, shit like that, will always say that about other fan bases because you know the copium to make you feel better that you don't have the fours and the fives. Yeah. Oh, but they're not doing nothing with it. <laughs> right. Until they play it's us. Kinda like, it's kind of like it's kind of like your friend that like he always got bad chicks like in his DMs. You like you ain't hitting none of them. Like you just got, yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta, you just gotta <laughs> say, you got to, and then you see him step out with one. You like, I right, ain't gonna hit though. Like, okay, so you got him, but what that mean? Nothing. You got, you got to say something. You got to cope, like you said, with the fact that they got it in the recruiting world, and not only that, UNC was in our backyard pulling. I mean, yeah, like I that. think that's why we're like we we jab them most is because they take our players. They take yeah, Commonwealth players, and and some and some pan out and some don't. That's every school, uh, every player we took from UNC. I'm not UNC, but the state of North Carolina didn't pan out. Uh, yep. And and, and I the, the the thing about Virginia, and I don't like to get too much off on these tangents, but I don't hate UNC. I don't hate them at all. Honestly, I hate them in basketball season. Because in basketball season, I'm a jealous Virginia Tech fan. They win natties. They do this and that. Um, I hate them in basketball more than I do football. But I don't I, – I, when you see people from where you're from do it big, like you can't turn around and then hate them for that. That's just me. Like when you see somebody like uh, – when you see somebody like uh, like Bobby Rome go to UNC – and he played fullback for them. When you see Bobby Rome go to UNC and he played D1 and he do something big, you can't – I can't turn around and hate him because he went to UNC. Or, or you watch uh, Curry. You watch Ronald Curry be the greatest player in Virginia high school history, and now he's at UNC. I hate him. Like, I'm telling you, I'm from the Commonwealth, bro. We did not hate UNC growing up. Like, basketball, Yes. Because people hate on the best team, like how people hate Bama. You don't even got to be a fucking Auburn fan and they hate Bama football. So what I'm saying is 
the Hokie fans, you can kind of always tell where a motherfucker from based on their takes. Because ain't nobody in the 7 5 about to be like, yo, fuck UNC, unless they're a Duke basketball fan. That's right. the way it is. Like, I can't sit up here and watch, uh, and, and just watch. I about to say Dion Newsom. He played for us. I watch Dash Newsom go to UNC and be like, "Fuck him. They ain't gonna develop him." Like, bro, that like he's from round the corner. Like, I can't do that. Right. Um, I want to see my team beat their team at all times, but I can't just turn this hate gene on and say "fuck Tony Grimes" because he chose what was best for him and his family. Like, it ain't in me. But exactly. if you a Virginia Tech fan from somewhere else who don't see your players go there or see your people go there then, you know, maybe you're a little bit more detached and you can just say, fuck that. All those players in the 757 should come here. But honestly, the distance driving is the same. If not, UNC is closer than 757. So, why do, like, you got to recruit. That's on Virginia Tech. Yeah, and I mean, the Tony Grimes conversation, like, Tony Grimes wouldn't be any better if he was at Tech right now. You know what I mean? He'd be worse. He'd probably be worse, yeah. Now, if he so, got recruited by Pry in 2023 and came in, Maybe different story, but as of right now, the way things happen, he'd be probably worse than he is right now. Probably worse. So, recap. Hokies get their ass kicked. Um, and when it comes to recruiting, especially versus UNC, Virginia Tech has to recruit. Um, hoping that somebody stay because of state lines is crazy talk. I remember the NC to VT uh, social media push. And if I'm not mistaken, like Greensboro, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, all that, it's like two hours, two and a half hours from Blacksburg, Virginia. So, like, should they have went to UNC because of state lines? <laughs> like, Right, they were close. Close as hell, like clo- closer than me. A hell of a lot closer than me. Like that's what I'm saying. And I'm in the, and I'm within the state. So the recruiting don't work by by just stay within these state lines. If that's the case, then then, then yeah. But it's not like that. Uh people does what works for them. And when it comes to seven five, I'm speaking for seven five seven. I'm not from fucking Lynchburg, nowhere. The distance driving is probably the same. You gotta recruit. You gotta have something to sell. This is true. And that's exactly what we need to see moving forward before we start to shit on the staff and what they're doing. Yes. Now, if you want to recruit Roanoke and all that shit, then yeah, stay home. Because that is home. That's right. But there's them, not a whole lot of shit over there. Right. So let's move on to our fucking... We, we're doing all that to avoid our last because we are shitty game day pickers. <laughs> And yeah, we was in Vegas. We, and we uh, was in Vegas, bro. Oh Ooh. man. Ooh. Uh who we starting let's get, with? That's let's get to let's get to the, get to the live of the week. Uh true for the week for me. Live of the week for you. Louisville. Your Louisville Cardinals did not come through <laughs> for you, my boy. <laughs> Your Louisville Cardinals did not come through for hey, you. Hey man, I salute. Felt funny. Hey, salute. Salute. Yeah, Jeff Halfley. Nah, um, he was he was like emotional after that game. He didn't even think they was gonna win. He knew. That's what I'm saying. You believed in him. You believed in a team that their coach didn't believe in. Anytime a coach cried after a regular season game, he didn't think they was gonna win. 
That's <laughs> that's, that's facts. I remember Mike London beat Miami one time, and he was crying after the win. Like you didn't think y'all was gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> another tale. Another tale is if they get the Gatorade bath. Like, bro, it is week seven. Right. What is y'all doing? Why are you getting that out? Why are you breaking it out? <laughs> like you didn't think y'all was gonna win. You exposing yourself. Snitching <laughs> <laughs> you on your damn so. But Boston College not only covered, they won. Which I ain't yeah. even go that far. <laughs> you just say, hey, you said the cover. You could have made more money. Yeah. Money yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, shout out to Louisville. Wake Forest beat Florida State. If I'm not mistaken, and I don't listen back, I might listen back to the first 20 minutes to make sure I sound okay, but I don't really listen. But Wake Forest uh, beat Florida State. Uh, I think we mindset. both pick. I think we both pick Florida. I mean, uh, Wake yeah, Forest, yeah, no. right? We both pick Wake. Uh, no, in my mindset, I probably picked Florida State. But I think I kept saying I wouldn't have touched that game, even though the hurricane implications weren't bad. I think it ended up being a pretty good night. And hey, man, Sam Hartman, he's Sam back. Hartman he's back. He is back. I kind of thought, all right, Sam Hartman's. Good, but Florida State's on that roll. Nah, man. Sam Hartman is it's him and Drake May for the best in the conference. Yeah, man. And they were like, what, a play away from beating Clemson? If they would have beaten Clemson yeah. the way they're playing right now. Oh, we talking Hasman. Yeah. Hasman talk. Hasman talks. Um Clemson. Our Clemson Tigers. I don't know. Did you have Clemson? <laughs> yeah, we both did. We both did. We both Our, had him. We both had him against the spread. We would. We said we would have taken them like minus ten against NC State. Our Clemson Tigers came through, got the W for us. Um, hey man, don't look now, but DJ Uwe Ungalale is one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC. Um, the the common denominator I'm starting to see is Tony Elliott got away. That's what I'm saying. Tony yep. Elliott leaves. Tony Elliott is there. DJ Uyunglele struggling like hell. And that, and that don't mean Tony Elliott didn't have Deshaun Watson playing well and Trevor Lawrence playing well. But we just talking about D. We talking about the common denominator, DJ. He, he was struggling. And now he's playing well. <clears throat> yeah. The, the, the old UVA staff, the, their offense, you know, they up at Syracuse. Syracuse got a good ass offense. UVA offense struggling. Uh, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Shout out to yeah, Clemson. Our Clemson Tigers got that W. Speaking of UVA and Tony Elliott, another loss to the Duke Blue Devils. Um, I had I had Duke here. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go I'm, out I'm, saying I'm, that. I'm 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 gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and say I probably took UVA because I don't know. I keep I don't know I keep believing in them, but um I don't know I might have took Duke too I need to listen I need to start listening back honestly see what I'm picking uh but I'm I'm, I'm gonna take the L even though I might not have taken the L and I'm gonna say I took UVA now this one we took this is the latter year we both had Pitt okay but who fucking didn't have Pitt. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who looked at that game and said, oh, Georgia Tech's winning that game? I mean, come on now. We both had Pitt. And, <laughs> and, 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 and Pitt and Pat Narduzzi made fools of us. They made fools of us. Now, Virginia Tech is what the doctor fucking ordered. We're going to get into the pit preview a little in a little bit. But, uh, yes, Georgia Tech pulled the upset. They ain't fucked covering. They upset Pitt because it's the last year of the Coastal, right? Can't handle – the Coastal will never – never. this is the last year of it. The Coastal will never have a dominant champion. It's in our blood. It's in our DNA. It's the way it works. It's just the way it works. There will never be a dominant coastal champion. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think and through the history of the Atlantic Coast Conference, was there ever a dominant coastal champion? Because even when Virginia Tech was winning the coastal, it was always funny shit going on. Yeah, it was we we wasn't running through the ACC. No, there we never was the coastal, and we would go on to win the conference. But I'm trying to think of a dominant coastal champion, like a hands down. They was the ones, and now I can't think. Even that pit team from last year that won it, it came down to like damn near the last week. Yeah, um, I have to look back on that. I'm trying. I'm trying to think, like on the fly, of course, of a dominant coastal champion. Maybe UNC. When they had Marquise Williams in them before Mitch, uh, I know they won it. I don't know how dominant they were, so I guess that year would have been twenty fifteen. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, it's just it's just not in. It's just not in the. What about teams. what about twenty seventeen Miami when they were number seven? Okay, they. They were a dominant coastal champion, but they ended up losing to Pitt, like a, 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 a sorry Pitt, like right before the game. Like, I know they won the coastal and all that. They but did. Like, they did. They lost to they Pitt. Lost, they lost to a shitty ass Pitt, like, and it killed all their season momentum. You was like, damn. To no. be fair to them, they that was, that shit was, uh, like they had to go up to Pittsburgh in late November. You know what I mean? Like that's a tough, that's a tough I game. I don't care. <laughs> like it deflated their season. Well, like, yeah, and they were like, ranked number two at the time. Yeah, their season went out with like a wet fart after that. Like, cause then, like, okay, so you lose to a bad pit team, you get whooped by Clemson. Like, you get the shit beat out you by Clemson. So you didn't even look the part in the game, too. And then they went on to lose to Wisconsin in the Orange Bowl. And it's funny. And I give Ricky. Ricky came on the pod. <laughs> it's how long ago Don V Friday's been going on. Ricky came on the fucking pod and lied and said that that Wisconsin team that was going to play. We was previewing New Year's Six games. And Miami was playing Wisconsin. And Ricky, shout out Ricky, at Ricky J Diaz 7, came on the podcast and said, oh, that Wisconsin defense got like seven NFL players on it. Bitch, where? where? <laughs> they would still be playing right now. Where are they, Ricky? Where are they? Was that when TJ Watt was there? 
could have been. I think if if there was any if there was any NFL player on that defense, it was it like TJ Watt. It was TJ Watt. Alex, Alex Van Ginkle or some shit. I think he plays for the Dolphins. Other than that, no, <laughs> not at all, not at all. But uh, shout shout out shout out to Wisconsin firing their coach. <laughs> I remember for years. Virginia Tech fans be like, we need to be like Wisconsin. Wisconsin, like, we don't even want to be like Wisconsin. We want to be better than that. <laughs> <laughs> we should be like Wisconsin. <laughs> Not said, a chance. Fuck, fuck we want that. a natty. <laughs> Not a chance. We, we want to win natties and shit. Fuck all that. Uh, shout, shout out to Wisconsin. Where we at? <laughs> Big- <laughs> Pitt. Georgia Tech beat Pitt, y'all. That's, that's getting <laughs> six in the ACC. Louisville at UVA. Louisville is somehow a favorite. Hey, UVA is in the mud, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way they. There's there's no way UVA wins this game. You know what's fucked up? You about to pick them? Because they at home. I don't trust Louisville on the road. Um, give me UVA. Mark me down, UVA. Take the points, bro. UVA you. against the spread? Yes. UVA going to win the game, too. Are they favored? No, Louisville is. Let's see. What's the spread? Three. All right, so you're taking UVA. Yeah. My, you, you're taking UVA. Uh, I'm taking UVA plus, UVA three. plus three. All right, I, I'll take I'll take Louisville minus three. I I, ju- I just think I mean, come on, bro. That, their offense is fucking absolute trash. You know, Malik Cunningham's hurt though. Like, you did you see they back up? Louisville's back up. No, but do you see Virginia's starting quarterback? I like him. I like him better than Louisville's backup. Louisville's backup is. Ass, 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 ass. Like, like Brandon Armstrong and them can't get right. Louisville's backup quarterback is sorry. Like, I, I can live with can't get right. Because sometimes they're going to put some shit together. I can't live with ass. Like, you are what you are. But that, it, woo. Brother was like, – normally when you come in as the backup, the team be against a Boston College. Like, normally the team be like, we don't know what he is. So you can get a couple of lucky drives in. Yeah. UNC at Miami is a tough one to call. Miami is looking they got some shit going on. Um I, I seen a press conference with um Mario Cristobal, sorry, Mario Cristobal, and he was doing the whole we believe in Tyler Van Dyke, you know, we're not gonna give up on him after one bad game. So they got some turmoil going, some some in-house shit going on. UNC is coming off, kicking our ass. UNC is on the road at Miami. If I'm not mistaken, the last time UNC went to Miami was that infamous game where, like, Javante Williams and Michael Carter went ran for, like, three, 400 yards on them. It was a crazy game. Like, Yeah, they just they lit them legit, up. <laughs> legit went for, like, 20, 30 yards a carry, the both of them. Right. I know they both had 200 yards each. I never seen no shit like that before. Yeah, they fucking never both got no drafted right, right after that shit, too. Right. They got them both drafted. And shout out to Javante. He tore his ACL. 
um, playing for the Broncos. Uh, prayers up. But uh, I don't know, man. Give me UNC. Give me UNC. Um, I'm, I don't feel calm. My confidence level ain't half. UNC uh, just to strap to win, money line, or plus three and a half? Give me the three and a half. Give me the points. Uh, I'm not the most confident in that pick, but Drake May is playing great, and Tyler Van Dyke isn't playing great. So even though UNC is on the road, uh, just just after kicking our ass like that, I can't talk that bad about them. What you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Miami against the spread. Miami's been off since they played Middle Tennessee. Um, and I just think I don't know North Carolina. Like, yeah, they look good. They look good last year. Um, I mean, last Them week, boys couldn't cover Middle Tennessee. Yeah, this is true. Uh, but if they're gonna turn it around, it'll be this game. Um, North Carolina's kind of skeeted along while looking terrible. Uh, and their only good game is against us, and we are fucking terrible. So I'm gonna go with Miami. I think Miami will pull it out coming after a bye. Crystal ball selling his soul. Crystal ball selling his soul. Like it's gonna be that type of game. So I'll take Miami. It's a spread. I I maybe Chris if Crystal Ball said his soul, and I know they gotta play uh Florida State, and that's the their biggest rival, obviously. But sometimes you got to say your soul a little early. Like, look, bro, when you got when you lose to like when you give up like four hundred yards passing to Middle Tennessee State, you kind of under the pressure. Like the fans don't want to hear that shit. They don't want to hear about like certain shit no more. So like, right? Maybe he used his sales soul for this one, but he needs I it. Can't, he needs it. They can't, can't lose this game. I can't picture them give up all that passing to Middle Tennessee State and not give it up to UNC. But UNC got better quarterback, better weapons, better blocking. I can't, I can't see, I can't see a scenario where where UNC don't also do at least the same things. And I seen where uh, Mario Cristobal again, he was defending Josh Gaddis because you know in Miami they've been running the spread under the last three or four years with uh SMU's coach Rhett Lashley. It was running the spread, and Gaddis came from Michigan with more of a smash mouth approach. Um, yes. Yep. And Mario Cristobal's like, "Yo, like this is kind of what we want to do. We don't want to. We want to be physical. Like we we want to go through our running backs first. And I, I remember Oregon fans, or just like the chatter around Oregon was like, "Bro, you had Justin Herbert." But, but like you know, he didn't ever look like the Justin Herbert we see in the NFL. Right. Because, yeah. We thought you know, Justin Mark, Herbert was bad, to be honest. A lot of people thought Justin Herbert oh, yeah, was sorry. Like he, was under, like he was underwhelming, and he could have been so much better, and this, this, and that. But it's because Cristobal kind of is a ground and pound guy. He don't care who's on the team, what's on the team. Uh, that's kind of the sign of of. That's kind of the sign of a bad coach in, in today's game where, like, you got to kind of, like, make it work to what you got. You can't – Yeah. I know what you want to do, but sometimes you got to just look. You got these athletes. You got this quarterback that can sling it. But, hey. Yeah. But I, if you can't figure it out, good, because that works for us. I think it's just my my belief, and uh, I just kind of want Mario Cristobal to succeed, so I'm just hoping for this one. And I, the only reason I say that is because going back to what you said about 
757 kids going to uh, UNC, not hating them. Like for the people that don't know, I'm I'm Cuban. I'm half Cuban. My mom's from Cuba, born in Cuba. My whole family lives in Miami. Uh, Mario Cristobal is Cuban and he's also from Miami, went to Miami and he wants to bring Miami up. So like somebody like that, that is from Miami, I just want to see that person succeed. Like I can't hate them for doing what they're doing. So I just kind of hope he does well. And against UNC, I'll take him. You know what I mean? So I got to go with Cristobal on this one. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Cubans, man. You know, Hell Gilbert yeah. Arenas is Cuban. So. Damn right. Shout out to, shout out to all the Cubans. <laughs> shout out to all the Bro, Cubans. Bro, Cubans come in every color. Swear to God. You'll see a Cuban right. look. Every single Fat, color. Fat Joe is Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, shout out to all the Cubans. Shout out Elion Gonzalez. Like, we still riding for you, bro. We didn't forget. Um, I'm still taking UNC. Uh, yeah, all the, all the, all that's well and good, but once and I think Josh Gaddis is a good coordinator. Like he sometimes it'd be fit. Like maybe Josh Gaddis was just perfect for Michigan. Right. And, uh, you know, you they do things different in Florida and in Florida. Period. The state. Um, like bro, we're we're faster. We don't have to beat people in submission. We we brought passion. Um, just it's just different philosophies coming from Michigan, so it'd be like that. And Josh Gad is probably coaching to be a head coach somewhere. Like, bro, let me get through these bullshit years at Miami so I can get my head coaching job, so I can go ahead. Uh, Clemson, number five, Clemson at Boston College. Clemson is twenty and a half point favorites. Clemson's been winning. DJU is playing well. Boston College is coming off a big win with Jeff Hafley Crad and all that other shit. Uh, what you got? Well, are we doing it? We doing it? <laughs> are we doing it again? Are we doing it again? We're doing it again. I think we're doing it again. Yeah, I think. Put me down for the Tigers. I think we're doing it again. Put me down. Put me down for the Tigers. Both of us. Both of us. All right, I'm I'm in. I'm in. Clemson minus 20. 20 and a half. Like, I, I don't want to confuse that bullshit Louisville did last week. It's Boston College getting better. Louisville was just not – I knew they weren't going to do that on the road. Uh, this is Boston College red bandana game. Oh, man. This is, this is – Oh, man. <laughs> it's normally the – that's the still No way. Oh, my that's gosh. It. Whoever decided that Clemson was red bandana night is a psycho. Like, normally they make that shit like a, a winnable game. Not saying that – I remember they beat Florida State on red bandana night. Now, that Florida State team wasn't good. Yeah. But still, the idea of Boston College beating Florida State, they beat Miami one night on red bandana night. They've sold – they sold on a couple of them shits. Right. But to do it for Clemson, like – you fucking up bro's legacy because the red bandana dude died on 9 11 or some shit, like trying to save people or something like that. So, like, don't fuck that man legacy up trying to play Clemson on red bandana night. Like, now you're getting greedy with the sale, with the soul selling. Yeah, you can't be doing that. They're going to get embarrassed. You can't invoke that man's name to try to beat Clemson, bro. That shit ain't right. And this is a primetime game, too. This is on ABC. Yeah. At, seven, at 7.30. This is like the night game for ABC. Which yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, it's really that's, bad how, that's how bad the slate is this week. 
Yeah. Got some ass games on here. Ass game. Yeah, man. You don't invoke my name to try to beat Clemson. You use that shit for VT. You use it for Miami. You use it for NC State. But don't use that shit for Clemson. Like, because they got it, because they're going to run, because, you know, ABC, like sports and college football and all that, it's a narrative driven game. Right. So we need, like, why do we watch this game? This violent, ugly game. Why do we watch this shit? And then you see stuff like, you know, the like bro that did that 9 11 shit and died. And they, they're going to have packages and what he means to Boston College and all of that. And then they're going to cut back to the game and Boston College getting their ass kicked. Like, come on, bro. Don't do bro like that. Can't be doing that. So Can't we're doing, doing it. That. We're doing We're both doing it. We're, we're on the yeah, Kool Aid. We're on the Kool Aid. Taking Clemson. Yeah. Man, this feels put bad. Put this, feels, this feels dirty. I feel. Man, listen. Boston College. <laughs> we beat them. We beat the shit out of them. Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Let's go, Clemson. What do we got next? Florida State at number 14, NC State. Oh man. Dang, you want to talk about all on the call, bro? Oh man. You go first on this one. Give me NC State. Uh give me I I'm 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 gonna be a punk. I'm gonna just take NC State to win money line. I'm gonna just take NC State to win the game. Um I don't trust the Wolf Pack. I don't trust them. I don't trust I trust the hell out of them when they play us. But I don't trust them. I'm gonna just say that. I I, I'm taking I'm taking NC State minus three. I, I just I don't know what to do with this game, but um, yeah, yeah, I'll take them. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just feel like they'll play well for some reason. They'll play well this week, and then and then when they start getting hot again, they'll lose against some garbage team. I feel like they won't lose back to back, so I gotta take them. Yeah. They they got their back against the wall. Um, they probably you you asked the NC State fans, they probably knew they were gonna lose the Clemson. But that don't stop them from having a good season where they can go NY six and all that shit. A lot of their goals are still out in front. Even the Atlantic, you know, Clemson could fall off. Yeah. This is true. I'm 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 gonna go, I'm gonna roll with the wolf pack, but I don't I don't I don't trust it. Me either. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'll I don't do trust it. it too. Man. I'll do it, but hey. I don't. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Like they, like they play. They play Syracuse next week, and when we do that game, I'll probably call. I'll probably pick Syracuse, unless NC yeah. State looks like the best team on the planet. Right, 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 right. So, I, did we do Duke at Georgia Tech? No, no. Duke is three and a half point favorites at Georgia Tech. Give me Duke. Uh. Georgia Tech ain't doing that shit twice in a row. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. And Duke, Duke is looking pretty goddamn good. Dude, Duke, 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 uh, Duke looks pretty solid. Duke looks pretty Duke solid. Duke looks pretty solid. Not gonna lie, they look pretty decent. I don't know and if that, it's just I don't know if it's just luck of the luck of the schedule, and they just been playing well, but they look all right. They look like they could be a solid program moving forward. Definitely. And that brings us to our game. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, 
the Virginia Tech Hoagies, the Pitt Panthers. We're going to be doing this again. The Pitt has been Pitt has been a, a, a thorn in our ass since the Big East days. Um, not, and Pitt kind of had, you know, ain't no kind of, Pitt has our number. We beat Pitt, uh, you know, we, we beat Pitt, Pitt regularly, but they also it, beat us, and they when they beat us, they fuck us. That's the worst part. Yeah, I mean, last year we played Pitt at home, and Kenny Pickett, he was pretty comfortable. He was he was he was pretty he was pretty comfortable. Uh, he 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 was doing the damn thing. We play Pitt this year. Pitt's coming off a humiliating loss. I hate playing decent teams off a loss because you know. They gonna snap back to reality. Um, what? What does Virginia Tech have to do <laughs> to uh, uh, get the W versus Pitt? Well, we we said that they had to uh, not get ran over against UNC, and they did the opposite. They got passed yes. over. Um, yes. So. I feel like they're just going to have to actually put together a good defensive game for once. Like, it's got to be – like, they're just going to have to figure it out today, like, on on Saturday. There's, like, no game plan. We're They're favored by 14.5 points. I want to know the last time that VT was a 14.5-point underdog. Uh, it has to be a long time. Uh, but, I mean, like, we're, we're literally expected to get blown out. Like, somebody's got to step up. We have to play well on some aspect of the game, whether it's on offense or defense. Like, we can't keep doing this shit where our defense sucks and our offense sucks. Like, we're going to get blown out. So, yeah. uh, somebody's got to play well. One of the, one, one of the, uh, one of the, the units. So, I mean, it's, it's what it came down to. There's no more analysis. You know, I mean, there's somebody, no more. Somebody got to make, somebody got to make plays. Uh, Israel Banacanda. He, if I'm not mistaken, he went off on us last year. Like he killed us last year, if I'm not mistaken. And then you know they got Rodney Hammond. Shout out, shout out Rodney Hammond, man. Seven five seven shit, An awful boy, playing up at Pitt. Um, it's I could say stop the run, but hey, the sec, the secondary is on tape. <laughs> the book yeah. is out. Get them in space. The book been out, but now the book is really out. Exactly. Um, but I think I the middle of the field, the middle of the defense got improved. Um, I, at the end of the day, somebody got to make a play. Somebody, somebody got to set the tone. Somebody got to make these plays. I recall Dax Hollyfield at the end of the uh, ODU game. Saying he stood there for them, storming the field. Second time he's seen them do that in his career. But he said he gonna use it as fuel. It's gonna fuel him, uh, bro. We need you, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> we need you, bro. I need you to do some out of body shit this week. Uh, this weekend. This 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 shit. What's, what's going on with the defense? Uh, and it's not all Dak's fault. What happened on you against UNC? He was just he was just a man out there doing what he's told to do. But um, it, it it's it's going to start with the middle of the defense, and it ain't just him. It, it's everybody. Um, I I think 
outside, as crazy as this sounds, and I know you know we hate Breon Murray. I don't hate no, we don't hate Breon Murray, but we just we you don't, know, don't. Yeah, he gets burned. He's, had, it. It. he's had his struggles. Um, we just. <sighs> I think we all right on the outside, bro. Like I really do. I really think we're okay. I'm not saying we're great outside, but I think they can hold up. It's the middle of the defense, bro. Well, it's like if you were if you were to pick season. if you were to pick any part of the defense that could hold its own right now after what we've seen, it's probably the outside secondary. Probably outside corners. They they they've been the most consistent all year. Right. Last week, like it was the tight end killing us. Josh Downs got off, but he was playing in the slot. Like it was the middle, so they were just moving Josh Downs all around. Like it wasn't like the Deami Brown shit where we was getting cooked outside all day. Yeah. Uh, like I done seen bad corner play out of Virginia Tech. Trust him, a versus pit. I've seen it. Uh, but th- this this one, um. This ain't the one, so. I'm just excited for this game to see how the team responds. You know what I mean? Like, Fuente's team, Fuente's team's kind of never really, like, responded well. Like, when the season started going down, like, they completely lost their their fire. Like, you could just, like, it was over. You know what I mean? I just want to see if Pride can, like, reel them back in and they can play, like, a fiery game after getting smoked like that. Like, I just want to see them respond. You know what I mean? That's what I'm, that's what yeah, I'm here it'll for. Be, it'll be interesting to see um, if the team, if the team got fired, if the team still fired. Because the thing about home games, and it, it, it's, it's easy to get up for those, if, you know, depending on the opponent, but them role games, especially if the weather gets colder, you know, and you're going, it's hard to win at Pitt. We know this too well. It's hard to win up at Pitt. It just is. It's all, especially for us. It's always hard for us to win up there. So we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. We we shall see. Is it's like I said, it's hard for us to win at Pitt. The defense, the defense has been struggling. The offensive line has been struggling. But there is a, a glimmer of positive news. Uh Malachi Thomas has been practicing. Now, what the fuck Malachi Thomas could do with this blocking, I don't know. But uh, it, it's a good sign to to have him back practicing, and they say he's been he's been feeling great. So they don't. I think he's a game time decision. I'm not sure what his status is, but he's been practicing, and that's a positive sign. I like a backfield of Malachi Thomas, Bryce Duke, and uh, Keyshawn King. I like that. I like what's going on there. I like Chance Black, but. It don't mean shit if you ain't blocking. If we ain't got the blocking, so right, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how what we do going forward. Because, like I said, we 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 started off into this gauntlet zero and one. We had four games. We wanted UNC, Pitt, Miami, NC State. We started off zero and one in this little gauntlet. Now I picked two and two. Uh, this is one of the winnable ones. We shall see what happens. Any final news notes before we sign off? Uh, I got nothing, man. Other than I actually do think we can cover this fourteen and a half point spread. Just putting that out there. I think it's. I think. I think we'll be fine. Um, I just want to see the team kind of come together after getting shit on these past two weeks. 
I, I wish Pitt would have saved a shitty game for us and not Georgia Tech. Uh, I would be hard-pressed to see them uh, do it twice. Or maybe just Pitt is who we thought they were, one of those type of situations. Maybe Pitt is not good. But um, you kind of be you – you don't win the, you don't like to be the, the team that got to play the motherfuckers off the loss. I hate that shit. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck, they need this shit. Narduzzi might fuck around and pull some shit out of his ass. They might say they sold. Right. You know, it'd be like that. Like, so we we shall see. Uh, speaking of Pitt, Kenny Pickett went in last week, looked like a bag of ass. It's crazy when your rookie can't give you a spark, bro. What? Bro, he came in. They lost against the Jets after being up by ten. Up by ten, threw three interceptions. Lost to the fucking Jets. And they was trying, like, you know Kenny Pickett ass. They was trying to, like, gas his QB sneaks. Like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, like, two, those two, those two sneaks to the outside. Y'all going crazy for QBs. Like, normally, even if your rookie is terrible, like, when they come in mid-game and the fans are going crazy, like, the fans are, you know, hyping it up. Like, normally, they could put together, like, a drive or two where you see flashes and glimpses and glimmers, like, okay, this is what we drafted. Now, he might not even turn out to be shit, but normally a motherfucker's first couple of drives, you're like, okay, yes. Yeah. Fuck, no. Yeah. Some people was gassing, some people was gassing quarterbacks. I'm like, bro, I remember the Pittsburgh Steelers with A.B., who's a fucking psycho, Le'Veon, Big Ben, like, they had an offense. Like, you be like, bro, ain't nobody stopping them people except the Patriots. I remember the all, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they had Cordell Stewart, who was, like, crazy back in the 90s. Like, wow, he can't do no wrong. Yeah. And now I'm looking at it like Kenny Pickett. You're like, what the fuck? I think it's the Steelers fan, Copium. They're trying to stay relevant, and they know they're not. So they're trying to gas up Kenny Pickett. Be like, oh, we we're gonna we'll be around. We'll be around. It's like, no, no, you won't. You won't be around. Kenny Pickett is gonna have to be in the same conference as Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Deshaun Watson. Like, if you think Kenny Pickett is gonna do anything in these next couple years in that conference, yeah, sorry to, I'm sorry to tell you, man. Sorry to tell you. Yeah, when you when you go out there and mind you, that's stiff competition. That's three of the best quarterbacks in the AFC and the NFL. And you go out there with Kenny Pickett. That's the, <laughs> uh, that's the if that ain't bringing a knife to a gunfight, that's bringing a knife to war. That's bringing yeah. a knife, and these motherfuckers have bazookas. <laughs> and there so really isn't anything better on on that Steelers team. I mean, they got a good defense, but their defense isn't getting any younger. And on terms of their young guys on offense, like George Pickens is good. Don't get me wrong. He can catch, but he can't get open. Like all we've seen George Pickens do is be plastered in coverage and make catches. That's it. Yes. I've never yes. seen him run butt naked, wide open, catch a pass and run for 30 yeah. yards. He got some He got some great contested catches. <laughs> but, but there's always somebody there, bro. There's, there's always somebody there. Contested. Uh, Anquan Bowden was like that. Anquan Bowden, everything he caught was contested. That's how Allen Robinson is too, man. Yes. Some dudes are just great, contested. Eric Kuba. Hey, bro, don't fuck me. 
They just they can win at the Eric point, Kubo, man. Everything he caught was contested, but he caught it. That's all that matters. Just catch the ball. <laughs> he them bitches. Them shits is harder to it's harder to catch them than get open sometimes. Shit. Yeah. Like, bro, but, just uh, work on the routes, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to all my shout out to all our contested catchers. How <laughs> dare. Um Damn yeah, man, that's it for Donovan Friday. Man, we survived a hurricane. Uh hurricane didn't kill us. Um prayers to everybody in Florida. That that went through the brunt of it. Uh, yeah, man, them hurricanes is nasty business, man. Nasty ass business. Nasty. Um, rain for like four or five days. But um, well, the weird the cold, thing too, came for us, but we're still here. What were we about to say? My my actual name for people that don't know is Ian. So it's honestly funny like the hurricane like i would be i was surprised how many people texted me and were like yo you know there's a hurricane named after you like, or made like a joke or something i'm like bro you know fucking shit i watch tv like I, obviously <laughs> i know like i know i but i never i never realized like when i saw it like it would be a thing but it became a thing like now like people are like oh like haha like fucking hurricane named after you i'm like yeah thanks appreciate it didn't know yeah the, yeah the hurricane names I I got an ethnic name. Um, I gotta see how many ethnic names. I guess everybody has. An they had name, hurricane. But... They had a hurricane Irma. Yeah, Irma. I remember there was a hurricane like Ernesto. It, it hit Virginia with Hurricane Ernesto. <laughs> it ended up being like a tropical storm. Um, by the time it got to us, but I I definitely remember Hurricane Ernesto. But uh. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, for all of, all of my brothers out here with ethnic names, like, show us some love, bro. We want to get named after Hurricane. We want some Hurricane love, too. I love wonder someone. how they go through that process of naming Hurricanes. Right. And who gets to name them? Yeah. Like, who is the person that, like, stamps it? Like, there's got to be somebody that, like, st- like, approves it. Like, a Hurricane name approver. Right. Because if I'm not mistaken... They be named in advance. Yeah, like when they start forming, like right, right when the they the initial form happens, like boom, they're named. That that's what I'm saying. They be named already before it even forms. Like I remember, and I'm about, we about to get into some deep nerd weather shit. But like <laughs> here in Virginia, like we get hurricanes like often, obviously, because we live in this part. We I live on the coast. They used to give us the book. They used to give us the chart with the names already. Have you fucking know which one's coming with all the names on it? Like, they used to track this shit. Um, like it, months in advance? Like a year in advance. Holy shit. So, like, we would get our hurricane, because hurricane season, for those who don't know, hurricane season starts in, like, spring. Um... So, like, you would get your chart. They would give us this 13 news chart in school and shit. And <laughs> it would be like, yo, by August, y'all, you know, it's going to be Hurricane Jimmy, John, Mary, and Christy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so this was, they would, you would know the names in spring. I don't know if they still get these charts out and shit, but they named, these should be named in advance is what I'm saying. They So there was... Here are the hurricane names for 2022. There's a lot. There Alex, Bonnie, Colin, Danielle, Earl, Fiona, Gaston, right. uh, Hermione, Ian, Julia, Carl, 
Lisa Martin. It keeps going. Paula Richard, a bunch. Yeah. But the thing is, is like none of those really became shit except for yeah, her. They, they for, for Ian. They die out they so die fast. Out in the ocean and shit. Right. But yeah, we you would get that chart, you'd be like, shit, holy shit. But you might not see but three of them or whatever. Yeah. That so yeah. Oh, everybody boring. You know what it is. Shout out to Hurricanes, man. It'd be like that, bro. Well, at least you're good. At least you're good. Nothing bad yeah. happened. Definitely good. But that's it for Davi and Friday. Y'all, we got something very special, very, very special coming up soon for y'all. Stay tuned. Um, oh, we're very excited for this one. Very, very excited. Uh, long it's been a, a long, yeah, very long time coming. Long time coming. We like to we we'll let you we you'll see we 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 we'll keep y'all in the loop until until next time y'all God bless.